program that um, Tyke's been able to step up and, you know, from the steps and the reps he's been taking, he's he's graded out pretty decently. So um, I think it's really great that we got him up to speed. Um, and obviously Buller, I'm glad that, I mean, even before um, Poole was, was left the program, it looked like their camp that he was taking that spot by the horn. So um, we're doing a really good job to start, in my opinion. I would agree with that 100%. Um, you know, and I think one thing that was a little noticeable for Georgia against Oregon was that they struggled at times with playing some of these screens and underneath type throws, like little mesh routes and stuff. And that's improved greatly uh, the last couple of weeks versus both Sanford and South Carolina. And, both Bullard and Tyke Smith have been a big reason why uh, those guys are very good at fighting off blocks and play recognition. And, and one thing, one thing I would also add is that's freed up Starks to not have to play that. I know there was reports that he was repping at star in camp, but as everybody can tell on the spaces, I mean, it's, it's been a blessing to have him at safety and not star it's freed it up to um, have some more flexibility on, on the defense. Absolutely. Uh, It looks like Monroe is actually – yeah, go ahead, Josh. I was going to say, I just dropped a link to that play with uh, Bullard. It's clip 29, so if anybody's interested in actually seeing that play that we broke down, uh, it's in the uh, comments. But if uh, Monroe's here, I'm going to mute and can't wait to listen to it. Sounds good. I'm going to invite him to speak. Uh, Monroe, if you can hear me, just jump in whenever you're ready. If you're not ready yet, we'll just keep chatting. I know. I think Dustin told you seven fifteen or so. Do you have any other listener questions? I do not. But I guess we should go ahead. We did have some people tweet at us, uh, off not on the forum, but uh. They, they would like to get Jason or your take on kind of some of the the news around Julian saying over the last 24 hours and maybe what's going on there. I'm happy to weigh in as well. Yeah, well, I'll make sure we ask that first. It looks like we got Monroe on the, on the line. Oh, cool. Um, okay. So we're good to go with him. Perfect. Um, Monroe, whenever you want to unmute, we'll uh, – We'll start firing questions your way. Yep, yep. What's up? <clears throat> Not much, man. Thanks for joining us. How are you doing this evening? Doing pretty good. Pretty good. Gotta say. Awesome. So, uh, I got it. All right. Like, first and foremost, I have to ask about your uh, commitment ceremony because it was it was one of the better ones I've ever seen with the American flag and just the amount of enthusiasm. Kind of, where did that idea come from? And uh, you know, how, how was it going through it? I mean, you know, I didn't really want to do the little, like, I mean, I kind of want to do the, the hats, but, you know, it kind of just felt a little generic and, you know, I wanted to keep it, you know, normal, I guess, without, you know, going a little over the top. So that's just kind of where we came up with the flag idea. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, how is your high school season going so far? 
it's actually going better than I thought. I mean, we're not really – we don't have a lot of depth on our team, but besides that, we're doing really good. We got a big game tomorrow against, I think, 5A, which is the biggest division in South Carolina. Um, I think they're number five in 5A or something like that. So, for us, it will just be probably the biggest game that we'll play this season. Well, good luck to you in that one. Um you know, I, obviously you're the you're the number one player in South Carolina this cycle. Uh, Georgia played at South Carolina last weekend. I, I'm sure that you know you're you're following along with with UGA season. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> but uh, was that one you were paying a little extra special attention to? You know, I, I had a feeling that they were going to blow them out. I mean, my older brother actually goes to South Carolina, <laughs> and he was oh, even that. saying they apparently. Uh, they're planning, you know, parties like before the game was even started because they all knew they're going to be blown out at halftime. So <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny, not going to lie. <laughs> well, at least they had, uh, you know, some plans when they emptied out there at uh, about <laughs> five minutes ago in the second quarter. <laughs> all right. It's better to be realistic, I suppose. Um so, I mean, what what was it about UGA for you? Because I I know there was a lot of great schools that were that were hard after you. Uh, you know, I, I think you were being recruited pretty hard by by Clemson there in your home state. Um, what what swung at Georgia's way in the end? I mean, at the end of the day, the last visit I went on, which is like I think late July, probably like during that little like like period that you could go and visit. That that last visit kind of gave me all the confirmation I needed because it really just they checked all my boxes and there wasn't really a point of me, you know, holding back because I initially wanted to take my decision into the season, but then when I went on my visit to Georgia, then I was just like, wait, I mean, like, <laughs> there's not really a point. I feel like they check all my boxes. You know, I'm competing at the highest level, pretty much. I mean, not pretty much. It is the highest level. I mean, the defensive lineman I'll be going against every single day will just make me way better and also coach Searles you know he was recruiting me at North Carolina and he just carried the loyalty and the recruitment actually picked up a lot more as soon as he got to Georgia um and also I mean it's an SEC school I mean there really isn't anything like the SEC I mean I went on a couple visits to some schools and other conferences and it's just not really anything like SEC football Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, with, with coach Searles kind of getting hired uh, a little bit, you know, later in the year, like, I feel like he's a guy that Georgia fans know he has an incredible resume and has been a part of a lot of great teams, but maybe don't know as much about his personality. What, what's he like to interact with? What's, what's your relationship like with him? He's he's a funny guy. I gotta say, I mean, I I, I love him. Uh, he's just like, you know, he'll he'll be that guy off the field. But you know, from what I've heard from most of the players, you know, he'll he'll coach you hard. I mean, that's pretty much the best comedy you can get as a coach is that they'll coach you real hard on the field. But they're gonna be like, I mean, I don't know how to explain it, but like, I mean, a friend off the field, you know. Um, sure. I mean, when every time he's always cracking jokes before I committed there, he. Every time we get on the phone, he's like, "All right, when are you committing out here? Like, when are you committing?" You know, <laughs> so like every time, just you know, cracking those jokes. You know, really enthusiastic personality. Um, 
nah, I mean, that's that's the, pretty much the basics. No, that's awesome, man. That, hey, 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 Monroe, this is Josh. I'm uh, one of the guys at Dog Central. Thanks for joining us. You talked about some of the boxes that Georgia checked. I don't know if there's anything specifically, but also you also talked about the D lineman you're going to be going up against. Is there anybody in this cycle or anybody you've kind of got a, a, you know, really excited to be to, to line up against you maybe next year as a, as a freshman or, or anything like that? Any specific players that you're uh, looking to, to uh, get up against? I know Jod, uh, he's like a, I think he's a D tackle. I mean, I'm probably not going to be going against defensive tackles, but I'm pretty sure Samuel Mpemba, I think that's his name, he's going to be probably coming to Georgia. I mean, there's not a reason not to, and I think he'll probably be playing um, like edge and probably just a really versatile athlete. But, you know, I mean, I'm just ready to compete against anybody, really. So I'm ready. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, John, Jason, Dustin, you guys want to jump in here? Monroe, hey, um, thanks for joining us, buddy. We're excited to have you at Georgia. Tell me a little bit about, um, you know, you were on, on at least per the 24-7 site, the number one rated player in South Carolina. How does that, you know, play into uh, the way you feel about your recruitment? Do you, do you, you know, take those kind of things uh, seriously, or, or how, do, how do you think about those types of things in a process like this? Like, do you mean like the rankings and all yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Like, is that is that something? You know, I mean, I know obviously, uh, you know, y'all take pride in kind of um, where you are, where you fall in those rankings. But when you're when you're the number one player in the state, does that put a little bit of you know more pressure, or is it just something that you just comes with the territory? How do you think about that as a player? I mean, as a player, there's always that like you know chip on your shoulder that like you can't really go out there and slack like every single play you're going to have to give it your all. I mean, you know, the rankings to me never really meant much. I mean, I, I look at them and they're like, I mean, rivals, I guess they put me at like 111 or something. And I'm like, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> that's not really affecting me. I guess it just means I got to work harder in a way, but you know, as a player, me as a player, it just doesn't really bother me very much. I mean, it's just kind of, fun to look at every once in a while see if you know they're they're catching on to your hard work i guess you know love it that makes sense do you feel are, are you a guy that, that went to a lot of camps and like do you feel like the the ranking system is sometimes weighted like too much on measurables and not enough on just actual game tape or kind of what's your opinion of the whole process or if you have one <laughs> you know i think that some of it is a little bit biased i think that sometimes when you go to those camps they're the guy who they wanted like to pick out for those mvps before you even go to the camp and you know um sometimes you know i think the rankings again have to do with the amount of hype you have and how much you're really promoting yourself um you know that's that's the best way I can put it. There's there's some other things, but you know, I always thought that since I wasn't 300 pounds and I wasn't you know the NFL ready weight, that they kind of took that into account to my rankings. Yeah, so I, like it, it seems like Georgia, especially uh, under Todd Monken, and then now even more so with Coach Searles showing up in town, like lots of kind of pull heavy schemes trying to get these linemen 
downfield more, you know, getting to the second level and, and blocking linebackers and safeties is, is that the type of, you know, was that kind of part of your desire to go to UGA was to, to play in that type of system? Is that something that sounds fun to you? I mean, yeah, I, I, just, I love, you know, using the athleticism. So like, I think that was coach Phil's biggest thing about me is that like, I was an athlete and, that's just why he recruited me so hard is that they really fit into all of his schemes. And I mean, I, I, being an athlete is the best part. I mean, you can always, you know, get down and run wedge every play, but you know, if you got athletes that can move up the field, I'd, I'd use those athletes. Yeah. It seems like George is doing a lot of that right now. So I think, I think you're going to fit in well. Um, do you play any other sports or, or just football? Oh, uh, no. I mean, I, pro- I won't be probably won't be playing basketball this year, but I was a basketball player. I started playing. I played freshman, yes, freshman, sophomore, and junior year. Played basketball, so that was kind of my you know break from football and also you know keeping me an athlete in the off season. Nice. What what position did you play in basketball? <laughs> I mean center because you know there's not a lot. Of, yeah, I mean we had some tall people on our team, but you know I was just kind of probably six, eight with basketball shoes on. So that kind of made me only have one role. Down there dominating the glass, bumping poor kids around. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen my clips of me, you know, throwing down on the hoop. I think I have a couple on my Twitter page. I've, I've seen you know, it. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah. yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> I love it, man. Uh, Play, Monroe, playing above the hey, Monroe, you're, you mentioned Coach Cyril's a lot, and uh, I think it was Jason in our one of our spaces when we were hoping you would uh, commit to Georgia, um, talking about if you were committed, if you committed to Georgia, that it was almost 100% Coach Cyril's that put you on the radar and put UGA on your radar. Is that is that is that a is that an accurate statement that really Georgia, I mean, and Cyril's was as, as very very how important was that in your recruitment and how much was UGA on the radar before Coach Searles came on into the program uh, earlier this year? I mean, they definitely were all, like, they were on the radar always. I mean, I went up there before Coach Searles got the job a couple times, actually. But, you know, I think that the recruitment really wasn't that hard because I think Coach Matt Luke, was, like, knew he was on his way out. And also, you know, they had the little national championship run. But, you know, when Coach Searles did get the job, that's when the recruitment actually, like, picked up. And I also just started, you know, weighing out everything because, I mean, I, I, at first, you know, I didn't think that I, I liked Georgia just because I didn't really get a time to sit down and actually talk to Coach Smart and learn what Georgia's about. But then I actually got the chance to do that, and that kind of, you know, flipped my whole perspective and um, kind of led me to the place I am now where I'm committed <laughs> Yeah, so the question I had, we asked, we had Joshua Miller on last week, and I asked him about Eddie Gordon, his relationship. A lot of recruits really rave on him. What's been your relationship with Eddie Gordon? I mean, he kind of recruited me day one. I think he might have actually been the one who offered me back in my, like, sophomore year, I think. Yeah, back in, yeah, sophomore year before, like, I think beginning of the season, that's, he was the one who initially offered me, and he stayed loyal all throughout, and, um, yeah, he was also a pretty big person, you know, my decision, just, you know, the loyalty. And uh, another thing we got to ask you on your uh, playlist before the game, what's your uh, top three artists that you like? Oh, that's a hot, hot question. I mean, really, I'm just kind of going everywhere right now. I mean, 
on occasion, sometimes I'll be listening to some Jimi Hendrix before the game. I'll be listening to some, you know, Key Glock and Dolph, Little Baby, all those guys. I mean, I don't really have a top three. I just, I just kind of, you know, where I'm feeling at the moment, where I'm feeling before the game. That's just kind of what I'm listening to. Definitely. And then the last question I have for you, I know Athens, the downtown area, is a a good pulling point to recruits. What's been your favorite place or place to eat out with you and your family when you come to town? I mean, we, we've I've only really not been up to Athens and actually explored a couple times, but I think we went like on my unofficial. I think I went to Chuck's. That was a really good place. And I mean, I'm I'm <laughs> I keep on forgetting that I got a whole lot of food options to find out and go to my go-to places. <laughs> I'm excited for that. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Chuck's yeah, is a great choice. Hopefully, NIL, you don't have to pay for a meal in Athens. Hopefully, it doesn't happen much. <laughs> well, if you, if you see any of us around, you want to pay for a meal anyway. Uh, Chuck's, Chuck's great choice. Um, hey, so Monroe, obviously, you know, coming to Georgia, playing ball is, is, is the reason, but there's also the academic side of it. Have you thought yeah. about what you're going to major in? Have you thought about what you're interested in studying? I mean, I, I kind of broke it down. I initially thought I wanted to do engineering, but I think that it's a little taxing, you know, to be a football player and also doing engineering. But I, I kind of wanted to still keep the math background because, you know, that's just kind of what I'm good at, and I just kind of flow through math. So I, I kind of broke it down to just go into computer science, and I think that's, you know, the way of the future. I mean, there's a whole lot of jobs in computer science that you can get in, and um, I mean, I'm – I'm pretty decent with computers too. That's a very, very good choice, man. That's a, that's a cool answer. Um, so, all right. We, I know we just asked you about the the food in Athens, but you're, you're from the coast over there in the Charleston area. Like what, what's, the, Mount, what's the go-to seafood? In, in Mount Pleasant. Okay. Yeah. I gotta say, Charleston's got way better seafood than Athens. I gotta say, I don't know. Remember what restaurant? I You're went right to. about I, that. You were no, I, I, no I went, argument. I went to the restaurant and they said the shrimp is really good. I tried the shrimp and I was like, like this is this is what good shrimp tastes like in Athens. One complaint I had, I gotta say, <laughs> the shrimp down here is kind of unmatched. But I kind of realized that, and the more visits I go, I mean, they got shrimp there, but um. Go to seafood spots. I mean, anywhere down in Shen Creek, you're going to get great seafood. Um, even just some of the local restaurants that aren't really, you know, seafood restaurants that have seafood, you're going to get really good seafood at. So, I mean, you can, you can go anywhere down there and you're going to get some great seafood. Yeah, Monroe, I, I grew up on the coast of North Carolina and went to UGA. And I, I can just go ahead and tell you now, buddy, just, you know, get your seafood fill in when you, you get home. Yeah, yeah. Have, have mom pack you to some, some to-go boxes. <laughs> they, don't have oh. much shrimp, they don't have much shrimp in Lake Oconee, unfortunately. But a little far from the, little far from the ocean. <laughs> So what what do you like to do when you're when you're not playing football? I mean, I, I know you guys uh, in this day and age, like I know you're probably working out almost every day, and I, I know that football is a a huge consumer of your time. But what what do you like to do for fun, man? I mean, a lot of times I get back and I'm just kind of exhausted, you know. I mean, I, I just you know I'm playing some video games. Just was a little minute ago and. Now, now in my senior year, I really don't have a lot of classes to attend to. So I just got a lot of free time that I'm 
not really sure what to do with. So I just kind of started, you know, watching some TV shows and trying to get in some of those. But, um, you know, it's also, you know, when we I wasn't playing football, it would be pick up basketball, just hang out with my friends, watching college football. You know, it, just kind of all the things, you know, a normal teenager would do. But, um, yeah, besides that, that's about, that's about all I got. Right on, man. Um, are you planning to enroll early at Georgia or uh, come in for next next fall semester? I mean, I'm, I'm still on the cusp right now. I mean, I, I think that I'm probably the more I get into my senior year, the more I realize I don't want to be in high school anymore. So we're, we're still going to see. But um, right now it's probably looking that I will enroll early, but it could uh, could change. Awesome, man. Uh, Jason, you got any you got any questions for this gentleman? Yeah, sorry, my my sound's been going in and out. So if, if you guys already asked this, and tell me to shut up. Uh, have you how many how much UGA have you watched? And 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 if you have watched enough, looking at the offense, what uh, what what do you what do you think about it? Them slinging the ball around more a little more. I think that, honestly, got to say, when I'm playing high school ball and we're just running down the field nonstop, it gets a little tiring, got to say. So, I mean, I, I, I pass, pass blocking is you know, kind of what my build is really about. I mean, I got the really long arms, and I think that um, it, it, it's, it's like – it's like how do I explain it? I don't know. I don't know how to explain what, you know, doing one-on-ones are like. and It's just like the part of the game that makes offensive line worth it, if that makes sense. Yeah. It makes the best part about offensive line is because then you have that little competition to go against every play. Yeah, you get in there close and and you have to use that leverage, right? It's a yeah. It's a pretty there's fun, like there's a lot of like technical skills to it, other than you know just drive them off the ball, and moving them. Yeah, and you know, listen, like I I played inside there, and so you you definitely if you can pr- keep from running up and down the field too much. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like driving the guy like I'm driving the sled as much as anybody, but I uh, don't want to do that every play. So that's awesome. <laughs> exactly. Right on, man. Um, I I'm about tapped out, but uh, do any of you other guys have have questions for Monroe before we we let you go? Nah, man, Monroe, this has been great. I appreciate the time and. Thought, and uh, your answers are really are really thoughtful and exciting. I love the energy. I can't wait to see you uh, wearing the silver britches and the, uh, and the home reds next year, man. Yes, sir. Me too. Yeah, 100%, man. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. It's fun to, uh, you know, get get a little better idea of, of who you are. You know, uh, I know a lot of the people listening and, you know, we're going to be covering you for – the next few years and it's it's fun to know a little more about your personality so so thanks for opening up and taking some time to chat with us man hey, hey Monroe, before you leave we will have audio will you um let everybody know your socials so we can follow you on those oh uh it's for i think twitter i think you guys probably got that um uh instagram is monroe underscore freeling just you know my that and i think i think i have a tiktok and i think it's the same thing as my instagram if you want to follow me, I don't know if any of you guys are actually on TikTok. It seems like a, you know, Gen Z thing, but you know, <laughs> whatever you guys feel. Um, yeah, I think that's it for my socials. 
come on, man. We're not that old. No, I'm just kidding with you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we are. We are that old. Uh, <laughs> all right, Monroe. Well, hey, thanks for the time again, and uh, good luck to you the rest of the season. We'll be we'll be following along and looking forward to see you in Athens next year, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Absolutely. All right, that was awesome. That was uh, Monroe Freeling, the number one high school prospect in South Carolina and future Georgia Bulldog. Uh, lots of fun chatting with him tonight. I don't think we have a ton of subscriber questions, um, but if you guys want to jump in here and share some thoughts or ask any questions of the team, uh, just go ahead and request to speak. And we will we'll add you in. Um, Dustin, John, uh, all you guys, did, did you have any uh, topics that you, you know, thought we should bring up or any thoughts on uh, Kent State this weekend? Yeah, I would say you can go back to your um, what's top of mind. If Jason's got the speaker ready, um, go on the saying topic since that was brought up. Yeah, cool. Okay, uh, Jason, I just added you back in as a speaker, but uh, we had a question about the Julian Sand to LSU prediction uh, that was put in by uh, On3, I believe, today. Just kind of folks wondering what the story is on UGA's quarterback recruiting for 2024. Yeah, I think I think what you're going to see is uh is I mean, obviously Chad Simmons, you know, it's like I posted on the board. I mean, he's one of the best in the business and I mean ninety nine point nine percent of the time knows what he's talking about. And so I think what you're going to see is I think you're gonna see UGA focus on Jaden Davis and uh the Connecticut kid, Ryan Puglisi. I I I, th I think you want to look that way for one of those two, and and I, and I mean you know obviously it's early for twenty twenty four, even for twenty twenty four quarterbacks that want to maybe get in early on the class, but I don't mean anything can happen. He gets still visit LSU and UGA and maybe decide in October like he's been planning or put it. I mean you know any, anything could happen, especially with twenty twenty four guys, but. I mean, like, literally, if it were right now, like, from what I've been told, like, I wouldn't feel confident enough putting in a prediction for LSU yet. But, I mean, if somebody put a gun to my head, then I would I would say LSU. I, I think they've – I think they've been going super, super hard after him. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, uh, we've – gotten the chance to know Julian a little bit and obviously a great person comes from a great family. Like I, I know that he is, you know, at least at this moment uh, prior to visiting LSU this weekend, still, still planning on trying to get to Georgia this season, likely for the Tennessee game. Um, so I don't think anything is over yet. Um, you know, it, it's, it's tough. And I think, I don't know, sometimes with quarterback recruitment, everything is just 
under that microscope and um you know it's it's quite possible that uh you know there's just different amounts of communication going on or things fall off and pick up so i'm with you jason whereas you know i I wouldn't uh put a prediction in yet at this point by any stretch but uh it'll definitely be interesting to watch um i am going to add uh we got a request from tiger hunting cowboy here to jump in and speak so i'm adding you and fire away just unmute yourself uh and whenever you want to chat go right for it at kirby is elite you are on You've been added as a speaker. Hey, sorry. Well, I was actually going to uh, say something to uh, Monroe, but he's off. I was going to give him a seafood tip on his way home oh, nice. to Charleston. But uh, well, Hey, well, you can still give it. We we have other folks listening. We're recording it, so we can get it to Well, <laughs> if, if you've never had uh, Reinhardt's in Augusta, it's right off 20. Um, I highly recommend. They have the best jambalaya you're ever going to find, uh, probably east of uh, Louisiana. Can confirm. All right. Well, that's easy. That's a hot tip for everybody. Yes, sir. They got they got good shrimp too, but man, their jambalaya is out of this world good. Dang. All right. That's good to know, man. I I got yeah, family yeah, in Augusta. A, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good stop off point going to Columbia in two years or basketball game or whatever. Uh, yeah, oysters, jambalaya, cold beer. It's solid. Very good. Good. Very good spot. Right on. Well, thanks for the tip, man. Um, no problem, brother. Yeah. Any uh, any thoughts that you want to share on on the dogs, or you know, any uh, questions you have for any of these guys before we let you go? Well, uh, I mean, there's not a lot to say. Obviously, we've been pretty dadgum dominant. Um, ain't a whole lot that can be said that hadn't already been said, right? Um, I guess maybe a question might be, um, you know, with uh, 2023 recruiting. Um, you know, there's not a lot of top 150 of players out there that aren't committed. Now, I, I suspect there's probably going to be some decommitments, and uh, I think some guys Georgia will get in on them. We always know Kirby's pretty uh, pretty money for uh, getting a surprise commit or two um, on the early signing day. But I guess, uh, I mean, do you, you guys got any leads on any guys that maybe um, are committed elsewhere that we need to be keeping an eye out on? Yeah, I'll start on this. Me and Jason, we talked earlier today about a few things. I, I think with the way things are sh- shaping up on the defensive front seven and the guys we're looking at, without mentioning all the names, you know, a lot of these guys are going to take it to December. I will say probably the way things are and the way our numbers are looking, um, you know, you probably have to wait two weeks before signing day, but, you know, I think it's going to be – Flip City, probably at least two or three people, but it'd be really, really hard for any of us to tell you the exact names of who's going to do it. Um, you know, wide receivers and, you know, a lot of the defensive front sevens, they're not committed. So, you know, those won't be flips, but wide receiver, I would not be surprised if that happens or a running back or stuff like that. But um, 
the way it's setting up, as long as we keep looking as dominant as we are, I think um, we'll be able to kind of pick a few of these guys off at the end. Jason kind of could span a little bit more on that. Man, Dustin just didn't want to drop any names. Look, look. I've already tweeted a few, so it's, it's, it's 2023, baby. Let's go. Look out for, uh, look out for Rod, Roger Robinson, UCA, UCLA running back commit. Uh, I've, I've, I've been told that even after his Texas A&M visit and not visiting Georgia yet, that Georgia looks the best for him. I doubt – I would be surprised if he goes to UCLA. He's committed to UCLA, but I'd be very surprised if he goes there because he's seen the difference in UCLA stadium on game day and an SEC stadium on game day. You, you mean uh, one stadium has people in it and the other one doesn't? Exactly. And so and uh, Dylan Edwards, speedster, committed to Notre Dame. He's he's one he's one you know to keep keep an eye on. He's a running back, uh, especially if. Uh, Notre Dame keeps, uh, or not keeps, but especially if Notre Dame gets Jeremiah Love, they're kind of a similar player. Love's listed as an athlete, but him, him and Edwards are kind of similar players. So if if they get Love, that's basically the exact same running back. So I would look for Edwards there. Um, I would look for Hakeem Williams, no matter where he commits tomorrow. Uh, his his will go till December. Um, Let's see where else we're we at. I think I think we'll be set on the offensive line before then. We're definitely set at linebacker. Um, I Hold think I think there's going to be, and I'm not ready to put a name out there yet. But I think there's going to be a 2023 quarterback clip, maybe two, and I think UGA might be involved in that. So I'm trying to get more on that before I really say anything about anybody but well there it is um, i mean i'll throw a couple out that i tweeted like two weeks ago so uh and i know that jason and i've talked about these names as well but uh don't you know deandre moore he's committed to louisville right now uh was once a five-star, now a four-star wide receiver. I believe he's visiting Texas A&M this weekend, but Texas A&M is where elite wide receiver talent goes to die. So uh, I doubt he ends up there. Uh, His former high school coach is now on UGA's staff. Uh, So keep an eye on him and also keep an eye on his high school teammate. Um, Defensive back Aaron Williams. I think there's a chance he might visit in October, but I also think that kind of depends on how things will shake out with guys like Chris Peel and you know some of the other defensive backs, cornerbacks that Georgia's been in on for a longer period of time. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think you know, and obviously Robinson as well. That that name continues to be thrown around a lot. I know Jason already mentioned him, obviously, but uh, yeah, I think you are going to you know. Every year, Kirby has some of those flips. I mean, this time last year, Michael Williams was committed to USC. And uh, I think, you know, Louisville's a program that's struggling right now a lot. Uh, I don't know how much longer Scott Satterfield's going to have a job. They do have a lot of good players committed. So that's a school 
to kind of keep an eye on some of their recruits as well as, uh, you know, just kind of other programs. If you get towards October or November and it looks like coaches are going to get fired, which always happens, um, that can always throw some big names back into the pot. And I also think Chris Peel will link you to some of the, the Davis, the 2024 Jaden Davis recruitment. I know they're really good friends. That will tip you to that. And then the other name I would mention on wide receiver, if they can fit it in, is Demetrius Bell. He visited last um, home game. He's a wide receiver slash athlete out of Tennessee. He's a probably a top 150 um, player in the nation. So that would be other two names I'd drop. Right on. Um, well, does anyone else have questions? If anyone else wants to jump in here, you got about thirty seconds we're, to do it. We're gonna or, give score. We're gonna give quick score predictions for Kent State. End on uh, that. We can. Hey, real real quick before we do that, just because we're on the recruiting train, uh, a few weeks ago. And this is something we hadn't put out yet just because we don't like putting guys' personal information out. But a few weeks ago, at least a few weeks ago, Graham asked me about Pierce Sperling, uh, Pierce Sperling having surgery and possibly missing the season. And so he can he can tell you more about that. But Pierce Sperling did have so, uh, shoulder surgery. He's missed the first, like, three games of his season, and he's at least missing uh, – couple two three four more weeks and i'm not sure on missing the season yet but uh but if graham wants to jump in on that now since that's out he, he texted me about this God, probably a month ago at least yeah um that was a that was one that i kind of heard whispers of a little bit but yeah Sperlin um basically had a shoulder injury and from what i understand there was kind of some indecision over whether or not he would play with the injury his senior season and then get it fixed afterwards. Um, I think Georgia was more keen on him getting it fixed now. So he has time to heal, you know, before coming to campus. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I don't know if he, like you said, Jason, I'm not sure if he'll miss all of his games or not, but uh it does sound like he did go ahead and have that surgery. Um, I have no reason to believe that, you know, he that that changes anything with his status in Georgia's class. I would think if, if anything, it probably solidifies it even more. Um, but yeah, thanks for mentioning that Jason. All right. Well, uh, let's get some score predictions guys. What do you guys think happens on Saturday with Kent state? I think Kent State can move a little bit better than folks give it credit for, but I don't think it's going to matter too much. Um, I I have Georgia forty-two to three in this one. Uh, I don't think it's I don't think the dogs are going to cover this forty-six point line or whatever it is. Um, but I'm I'm going with forty-two to three. Yeah, I think I think we're I'm in the same ballpark with you. I think Georgia. You know, 48, 52 points, somewhere in that neighborhood. But I am of the opinion that 
you know, Kirby, you're going to see a lot of guys rotate. I think Georgia's going to do things that they maybe don't feel like are strengths. I think this is going to be another kind of scrimmage type practice game for them. Um, so, you know, the, you might see a less explosive offense than you did on Saturday just by virtue of play calling. But I do think that uh, Cephas, Dante Cephas, is a very good wide receiver for Kent State, had 1,200-plus yards and nine touchdowns last year, averaged, you know, 17, 18 yards a catch. Um, keep an eye on him. He's a good one. I think that uh, – not this is saying a lot, but I, I actually think that Kent State might provide a bigger um, – challenge to Georgia's secondary than South Carolina did. Yeah, I, I'll just echo kind of what you said with the wide receiver. I'm, I'm going to go keep it short and sweet, 45-6. to six. So they get in the red zone a couple of times with Stahl. And uh, I'm kind of with John on the spread being like right around 44. I, I just think Kirby's going to kind of coast into the SEC play and try to keep people healthy. What you got for us, Jason? Well, I'm going against everybody just for the heck of it. We're covering. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's the score, Jason? Give it to us. Shoot. Um fifty nine to six. Damn. All right. I like well, there it. There you have it. Uh guys, uh John, Jason, Dustin, uh Josh as well. I was in here, he's gone now and uh, especially Monroe Freeling. Thank you for joining us tonight. And thank you for everyone that listened and uh, jumped in with questions. Always enjoy doing this. Appreciate y'all making it a part of your Thursday evenings. Uh, looks like West Virginia and Virginia Tech have kicked off as well as uh, the NFL game. And we actually have some a decent Thursday night slate of college football tonight. So everybody hey, don't, don't forget, don't forget Georgia State and Coastal Carolina. That, oh, that's I happening now. I, I'm on the under, so I, I will have it on. Um, but, uh, yeah, always a blast, always a pleasure, and hope to see you guys this time next week. And if you have not checked us out over at dogcentral.com, please do. Uh, site's really blowing up. Appreciate all of you who have subscribed and lots of unique and interesting content that I can tell you for sure you're, you're just not finding everywhere else. So come give us a check and – Hope to see you over at Dog Central. Thanks, guys.